What up, what up, what up, everybody? This is Dario Hunt from Live Life Phyllis. Welcome back. We are back with the very first Music Files podcast of 2019. You. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Darius Walker. Say what up to everybody. It's good, everybody. Artist D. Walker, back with the Music Files 2019. Here to kick it off strong. Back with Dario. We're going to talk about all the crazy music that we loved last year and more yeah so i didn't mention it but today's date is january 18 2019 well maybe i did i can't remember but like you said we are going to be doing our list of the top 25 maybe 30 we haven't decided probably top 25 best albums of 2018 so this is the one that you know we're definitely gonna be a lot of debate and discussion about all the new music or all the best music that had come out over the year and there was a lot of it last year but highly saturated year one of the craziest deep. years one of the one of the best years in music that i can remember probably in my lifetime yeah i don't Close. i don't it's up there it's up there it's up there for sure it was a special year definitely um but before we get into that, we're going to talk about a few music news items and maybe talk about a few albums that we haven't talked about to this point really quickly and then head right into it. So kick things off. Let's talk about some of the news items I saw pulled from around the web. Mm. So Public Enemy have reunited um, <laughs> after I don't know how many years. I know they had fallen out because Flavor Flav didn't want to do it anymore or some shit. But they have reunited with Flavor Flav included, and they are going oh, wow. to go on tour with the Wu Tang Clan, De La Soul, and DJ Premier. Oh wow, that's crazy. That's kind of tight. Mm-hmm. That's lit. Because Wu Tang, they've been making themselves a little bit more present. You know, with Logic's album, they did that whole. Yeah, song, <laughs> basically, and they just did. A, I don't know if you watch NPR's like YouTube channel. They have sometimes like um, they call them the tiny tiny desk concerts. I think. Oh yeah, I love those. Where they have people come through in their offices and at, at a cubicle, basically, and perform a concert. Yeah, of, yeah for like thirty people of their songs, and and it's actually dope. Like they, NPR's got a pretty dope taste in music like they get all types of people in there and it's like mtv unplugged but in the afternoon with a quarter of the people in there yeah it's like small daytime small intimate i'm here for like 15 to 30 minutes at the most they're they're usually about 15 to 20 minutes long yeah about 15 20 minutes yeah about three four five songs pushing it but yeah they had Wu Tang Clan come up there, you know. Oh, that's tight! I didn't see that. I Which didn't was, see that. Yeah, you should definitely watch that one. They didn't have Method Man with them, but they had you know a lot of the core members there. I think Raekwon for sure. I believe yeah. Ghost was there. RZA, Inspect mm. the Deck, you know. So it well, was that's a solid. Hey, that's cold. ODB it's hard to get sign. them yeah, together. It was, yeah, it was dope. So they are definitely you know, I think they're kind of writing. They've always they're always doing music. They're always touring. They're always doing concerts. But yeah. they they seem to be surging a little bit more up to mm. you know like the mainstream consciousness these days, even more than before. So 
So it, this would be if you're a hip hop head, and like especially uh, one of those golden era or pre golden era, however you want to consider it, uh, hip hop fans, mm. then this might be a tour you definitely want to check out. And I think it's only scheduled for like three dates in the UK right now. And oh wow! Off May tenth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, basically in Glasgow. So, God's a rap tour, what it's called. So definitely check that out. Oh, that's cool. Wu Tang or Public Enemy, you know, they yeah. so. Pioneers, definitely pioneers. That's crazy. I would go, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it was at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Maybe, but yeah, it should be a dope show. Uh, but you know, we talked about this, touched on this already a lot through our Kelly situation and our last podcast and the Fearless show. So if you, we're not going to touch on that now because that'd be an entire show really uh, to talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, but we really did a really long back and forth about his situation and other people similar situations so we, if you want to know our opinions about the r kelly situation and everything that's going on with him and musically and stuff like this and just all the other fuckery yeah. you should definitely go check out that last podcast that we did it is a really long one we couldn't record it in the video so we couldn't get all the facial expressions but i think some people were frustrated <laughs> it was a great podcast it was, it was a great, great episode Back and forth, and it was... A lot of information exchanged. Yeah. It was a good conversation. Yeah, all sides were definitely considered. So definitely go check that out if you want to know our opinions. We went fully in-depth with that. But we also there had a is a small R. Kelly news item. Well, not small, but there is an R. Kelly news item mm. that while he continues to face scrutiny and pressure basically from anybody and everybody... And think a lot of that due to the TV mini documentary they did. Um, mm-hmm. He has been dropped from his from Sony Music Entertainment and its subsidiary RCA, RCA? Records. Yes. Oh, really? Oh, wow! Any new releases that's from the crazy? Stadium. Because that's a big move. Finally, they actually felt the pressure. Because everybody's wondering what was going on. That's but crazy. Is but is it really that big of a move? Because it's really just saying that they won't be releasing any of his new music. But well, he has a back the problem of was, like 20 plus years. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. Is the, he's, he's definitely dropped, giving though. that up. He's, well, this whole time, they've you know, he's been, you know, their artist. So, like... The fact that they've been sort of like riding with him, but not saying anything, it, it was like always been this like, well, what about these the company, you know, like the da da da, you know, and uh, it's just weird because I heard this like conversation about RCA happening just recently with the documentary talk because then people were talking about them and uh, they were ta- like uh, somebody went to their Twitter when the documentary came out to see what RCA was saying and what tweets were going on. And it, they were just talking about like Chris Brown or some other people, like whoever they had. Um, it was just some random, just like nothing about it basically. So I was like, Oh shit, that's interesting. And R Kelly announced that he wanted to put out an album 
and I was did like, he? "What? Oh, yeah, yeah no, right before he did it, yeah, because he put out a he put out a single called Born to My Music' and announced that he wanted to release an album soon, the day before the documentary came out or the week before. So he was trying to fucking bullshit his way into like a money grab." And some weird, like, I don't know, it's just weird. But just basically, RCA, it's not really, I can't give him a pat on the back for it. All I can say is finally, basically. That's all I can say. It's like, damn. It took, it took a documentary to come out for RCA to, to drop R. Kelly <laughs> as an artist. I mean, I don't even think it's a documentary because if the documentary came out and nobody was talking about it, it they wouldn't have dropped him. But because it's really so social many media. Are talking about it. Yeah. They dropped them. Yeah. It's a very bad look. Anybody that stands next to R. Kelly is incriminated. Right now. Anyone. Any business partner. They're looking at Jay-Z crazy because of Best of Both Worlds. Even though that's why stuff broke out is because of weird shit like that. So, who knows how Bruh, long that's You know how many people have worked with fucking R. Kelly? Are you kidding me? Do you know how many people have worked with R. Kelly? You have. You know how many people you'd have to go at for working with R. Kelly? That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. But they're just going to the archives, picking anybody. Picking anybody and everybody. They're doing timelines of, like, a pre- and post-piss video. Who worked with R. Kelly after the video came out? Uh, Pretty much everybody, still. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, so the, the there's it's such a weird thing. But, yeah, man. I mean, companies are, are just making moves based on what social media says. In the news. Yes. Media, media period. Which is good and bad, which is was my argument before. So, good and bad. Yeah. Right. It's just such a hypersensitive topic, you know. Um, Even, like, on... When we shared it, obviously we shared our podcast, you know, Facebook and, and whatnot. And it has the title... Um, Oh, yeah. I don't know what we named it. What did we name it? We named it... Well, it had names in it, and I don't think people liked... It was like Louis C.K., Kevin R- Hart, and R. Kevin Kelly. Hart, R. Kelly, and like the pros and cons of outrage, outrage culture, basically. And, and, you know, yeah. I mean, it's not a clickbait. We, I for sure didn't intend to be any clickbait. It was just... A, it was about... Literally, the topics that we're talking about. We were talking about Louis C.K., then we talked about Kevin Hart, right. talked about R. Kelly, then we talked about the pros and cons of outrage culture. So, it was yeah, I was like, if they listened to the podcast, the they would have understood. But, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and people, you know, it's so hypersensitive that, like, you can't even mention a name. <laughs> and people, like, get so, so uptight and so, so mad about just a title. And, like, people were commenting that clearly. Didn't listen to the podcast or didn't even like look at the post or the excerpt about what we like actually talked about and how we talked about it. Yeah. And just people just want to feel like they're in the right and on like the moral high ground so much that they would go out of their way to comment on something that they don't even 
go out of their way to like actually see what it's about. So like that part of yeah. this whole shit, like kind of proved my point a little bit. <laughs> so like right. that's why I'm like, this is it gets out of control at some point because I didn't even respond because it's pointless to even respond to people like this. But the fact that you went out of your way to do this and you literally didn't even read or do the bare minimum to see what you know it was about and what we were talking about. And just like we're not saying you had to listen to the podcast, but even if you just read the excerpt excerpt cert yeah. that was accompanied with the post, you could clearly see, you know, how and what we were talking about in there and like how, you know, it was discussed. And you know, people are just yeah. so hypersensitive, bro. Like it yeah, that's the part like, that they, just annoys the fuck out of me. Like Yeah, they like they skip over it says heated debates. Like it says we, we kicked the new year off with a heated debate about Louis C. K. Kevin Hart and R. Ke- R. Kelly and the pros and cons of this current outrage culture we live in. And then yeah, the comments came from there. And it's just like, you know, that's just the type of stuff that I say, all right, like, you can't even have a conversation with people because the moment you bring up uh, just a name or a phrase or whatever's yeah. at that yeah. moment in the social consciousness, like, they just, mm-hmm. like, jump out the window before you even get to the point of actually having a conversation about it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, it's kind of proven. Just saying. I know Sarah's not as but this point was a little proven <laughs> just by that. Just by the reaction yeah. uh, off the titles. So. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But I get that. If you guys haven't heard the last podcast, you definitely should. And you definitely should, you know, chime in and give us your thoughts about it as well. <laughs> in a constructive way. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Speaking of controversy, there is obviously. The ongoing stuff going on with the NFL and Kaepernick and, you know, protesting and and whatnot. And um, a big thing in music has been about the Super Bowl and who was going to do it and who wasn't going to do it and, you know, whatnot, whatnot. So yeah. Travis Scott is doing it with, well, Maroon 5 is doing it and they are Travis Scott and Big Boy guest, uh, guest appearing for a few of their songs yeah. as well during the halftime show. And my guys night is doing the national anthem and they are all like receiving so much backlash and hate from, you know, I I'll say it, the black Twitter and, you know, a lot of people of color basically saying they're traitors and like betraying, you know, whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. by doing a halftime show or national anthem. I mean, what do you feel about that? Yeah. Do you think they're they're in the wrong for doing this? Um. Well, I don't know. It's kind of obvious, though, that, like, I mean, shit. I can't say they're in the wrong for doing it if it's an invite from Maroon 5. <laughs> like, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's kind of partially Adam Levine asking them and the Super Bowl, not just the Super Bowl halftime show. So it's kind of like, yep, not me having so much to do with it. So much as a cameo, a cameo is a little bit different. I feel like there's, it's not, it's not like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. That's hard to say. 
He's still doing it, though. Because Cardi, we all got mad at Cardi when there was speculation that she was going to do it. We are like, oh, hell nah. Cardi B can't do the halftime show. She's crazy. She should know better. So that's kind of where this backlash is coming from with Travis Scott. They're like, oh, doesn't he know better? He shouldn't do the halftime show. Like, it's it's really just about keeping the same energy online. They're just like, whoever whoever's whoever's brown, black, you know, Whoever's, you know, doing, whoever's supporting the Super Bowl isn't with us. Like, basically, whoever's, whoever's supporting the NFL is not with us. That's what this whole one-sided backlash is, basically. I wonder how many of those people were big NFL fans and watched the NFL that no longer watch the NFL. Yeah. Like, people who said, like, my team is, like, who had jerseys. Yeah. I don't think people who actually had football jerseys are really about that uh, cancel the NFL life. Like, I think they're still I, watching football. I would bet it's a very low percentage of people that actually stopped watching the NFL oh, yeah. this year. That were, like, you shouldn't, that are yelling at people for doing, like, NFL the halftime Super Bowl and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I bet it's a very low percentage of those people that are getting angry about that that have not watched any part of a game this year yeah. to support their team. Like, it's funny because, like, I even like Joe Budden, I heard him talking about, oh, yeah, down with Cap, I'm not watching no football. And I'm like, you're in a, a fantasy football league that you were talking about. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand. How are you not watching football? You're in a fantasy football league. You just told me about Ja Rule and shit in the fantasy football league. And you're down. This is this that is kind no of my sense. point. Like, this what is do kind you of <laughs> Like, you you can't ooh, have a fantasy football. You can't have it team, both like, ways. And be keep the same boycotting. Energy. You can't boycott and do that. If you're like, going to have all this outrage and backlash, and trust me, like I'm with you. Like Kaepernick, for those that don't know, went to my school. We were in college together. He yeah. was one grade older than me, and you know we had a great rapport uh, with each other and knew each other and everything. So like I feel like I'm closer to this than most people because yeah. I know him personally. Like I actually like I actually know him personally, and I. He's actually like a good ass dude. Yeah. And I understand kind of why he didn't where he's coming from. And I won't go into that now, but like it's a it's a lot deeper than just, oh, he woke up one day and was like, I'm gonna do this, you know. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a lot closer to this and still like I just think there's better ways of going about it than like going at people who are going on like the biggest stage. To mm-hmm. perform, and you don't even know how they're going to perform, and you don't actually know what they're going to do, and yeah. just to be like anybody associated with fuck you. But I guarantee the percentage of people that are saying this that are that were like big NFL fans before that follow mm-hmm. their team, I guarantee that percentage is very low that have actually stopped, you know, watching yeah. the NFL. So it's like, I mean, honestly, what are we doing, Adam? They're kind of ruining Adam? what. A lot of Americans only watch at the Super Bowl. Like a lot of people just watch the commercials and the halftime and show. Halftime show, yes. Like people that aren't sports fans watch the commercials and the people halftime show. People over here in Europe literally sometimes just watch the halftime show because yeah. they know it's like one of the biggest 
show spectacles on the planet. Of, of, on yeah, it, on the planet. On the planet so of like, the year. Like, every year, they have the craziest show. Like, like Beyonce's halftime show? Legendary. She was crazy. And you can't tell me she wasn't putting messages in support of causes. All messages. So all it's like, okay, so so should we exclude ourselves from all platforms, all stages, because things aren't exactly how we want them to be now and take away our power, literally our power to voice ourselves <laughs> on the biggest stage? Or should we take those at chances, opportunities, and actually make something positive of them? Yeah. You can voice a change. Or... You know, like Travis Scott is doing, he's making them, I think, donate a million plus or something to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget. I forget the actual groups. You guys can let me know in the comments below or, where, or wherever emails. Um, I think it's inner city kids or mm. you know, definitely underprivileged, you know, right. communities. So That's it's dope. like, I didn't know that. Oh, and he's and he only he's making them do this. And honestly, the NFL yeah. never does stuff like this, and they never. First of all, you don't get paid doing Super Bowl, and they don't pay people to do that. It's like a fucking privilege. Yeah, and and they don't, you know, meet artist demands, you know, mm-hmm. to sell it. So like, to so I just don't get it. Like, what is the goal? Is it just to be always angry and outraged, or is it to actually <laughs> take advantage of your power and your opportunities to make a change and to actually reach people that you would never be able to reach and you know, maybe open their eyes to something that they wouldn't even dare looking at otherwise. Well, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if you could do that with the cameo <laughs> on the no. roof five set, but I mean, again, I don't know. I can't say what they're, but he do. might, you, you never know? know. I don't know. Nobody. Knows. I don't know. I mean, shit. Nobody knows. Like, but then again, it's know? crazy. Cause like, we wouldn't give that same energy. Like, if Kendrick Lamar said, yo, I'm doing the Super Bowl halftime show, everybody'd be like, oh, bet. He's probably gonna have some shit. Like, uh-huh. people probably wouldn't even get mad. They'd probably be like, oh, what's he gonna do there? And how do you know Maroon 5's not gonna have some shit? Like, they literally, everybody they've had the cameo with them have all been people of color, artists. And, yeah. And honestly, I think he is pretty, uh, sympathetic to a lot of yeah. the, the issues that we are talk about and stuff, you know. So like, I don't definitely work with a lot of those artists, you know. So it's like, yeah, that's true. But part of me has a little bit of like resistance because some of sometimes it feels like a little Katy Perry, like like grabbing grabbing the hot one and doing a joint, like not so much like vibing. Uh, I mean, in L.A., he's probably the biggest L.A. radio host. No. Oh, Big Boy the Artist. Big Sorry, I've been... Yeah, Big Boy the Artist. Mm, he's not no. hot. He's a legend. Okay, but I said, is he hot? No. Okay. No. I can't even it, think of the last time I heard a big... Is he on something? I don't know if he's even... I don't know if he has any verses He's on, he's on one of their songs. Okay. I know that. Okay. Um, but, like, I'm just saying, like, spe- this whole speculation before they even do something or have an opportunity to do something is, like, it's getting mm-hmm. out of control. Like, and unless you are keeping that same energy to your personal life, like, don't watch totally. the Super Bowl. You better not watch the Super Bowl. Don't even catch, catch you watching the highlights of the fucking Super Bowl. 
Right. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't wear any jerseys. Don't, if it's this, keep that same fucking energy. Yeah. For real. Don't go. If there's a, if you go to a bar and that bar has a Super Bowl on, you got to leave. 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 You can't be there. You don't keep support the businesses. This you is don't support businesses that support what's your boycotting. This is my whole point. Like, you can't just have it on the people who are the most visible and then, like, you are behind the scenes still supporting the NFL to the fullest. Like, I'm, I'm sure if we looked at the NFL's money and profits, it didn't go down that much. Like, right. So it's like, what? Like, honestly, what are we, what are we doing now? Yeah, because every all the college players, we're following all the college players every year. Like, everybody wants to see football players do well. So it's like, it's hard to be like fully against the NFL because everybody's rooting for the actual athletes. Just keep the same energy. That's all. You know? Keep the same energy. This Facts. whole. This whole backlash outrage. Just keep the same energy. That's all I want people to do these days. Keep the same energy. That person you are on social media needs mm-hmm. to be the same person you are behind the scenes. That's I it. Believe that. believe that. But yeah, Super Bowl coming up soon. So, I mean, I'll probably I'll be watching. I'm gonna check in. Yeah. I was never a big fan, so I don't really care. I, if I'm if I'm a bit, if I'm not busy. I'll watch it. Sometimes things come up. I'll definitely see what the halftime performance looks like, though. <laughs> like, that's definitely something I'm going to have to watch, but I don't know if I'm going to watch the game. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> go on, on and on about this, about this whole yeah. current state of the culture and you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Well, speaking but, of football, I just want to give a quick shout uh, out. I to forgot Clemson. to mention this also about the Wu Tang. Uh, I'll just give a shout out to Clemson for winning the championship. Good work, fellas. But yeah, back to you. <laughs> Any particular reason you're shouting out Clemson? Oh man, because it's a historic win. Basically, I think it's like it might have been the first time they ever won. It's not against Alabama. Who's a giant? It's the second time they've won. Second time, second time. And okay. they beat Alabama the first time to win. No word. Yeah. Well, Alabama's always crazy. I just didn't think it's a big deal to them. And I work with a couple people that. No, it was big. It was a huge win. I mean, but it was their. their they've won two of the last three times they play Alabama. So. Mm. But yes, it was a huge win. Not shout out to Clemson, Florida State still all day, but congrats to ACC represented. This is good. I mean, they blew them niggas out. Like, <laughs> not arguing that at all. <laughs> like, that was a crazy ass game, but yeah, but, you know, that's enough of that. Back to a what? We got another music uh, news topic. Yeah, uh, I forgot to mention this earlier, but uh, you know, this was a line with the Wu Tang going on tour. The Wu-Tang have a new limited documentary series about the Wu-Tang uh, coming to Showtime. Mm. Showtime. So, and it'll be, the it will make its first premiere at Sundance on January 28th. It's a four-part series later four this parts. spring coming. Yeah. On Showtime. 
Mm, Wu-Tang got the Showtime bag. Shout out Wu-Tang. It's kind of crazy that they haven't already had one of these at this point, you know? Yeah, for sure. You know, like, like 10 years beyond, ago. Like, they're beyond hip-hop culture at this point. Like, they are kind of just culture. Yeah. I know some people that you wouldn't even think would like Wu-Tang or even know Wu-Tang that, mm-hmm. like, are fucking in love with Wu-Tang and they don't even necessarily love hip-hop. Yeah, that's what always shocked me about Wu-Tang. And, you know, like... Their reach is insane. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I just... It's very weird. Like, pe- yeah, no, like, people, are, I don't know, like, just look like, I don't know, like, like a library nerd will just know the lyrics, like, up and down, like, straight up, backwards and forwards of, like, the whole Wu-Tang album and shit. Like, and I was like, whoa. And not just, like, oh. the most famous <laughs> album, but, like, the deep cut shit, too. Like, yeah, diehards. They got some fucking diehard fans. It's weird. They'll be like, Ghostface? You don't know. I know Ghostface's whole discography. Like, I'm like, damn. That's a lot of words. They definitely, <laughs> you know, Wu-Tang for the kids, man. <laughs> for real. But that is it for all the news items that I wanted to talk about uh, on this day. Obviously, it's beginning of the year, so it always starts out relatively slow. As things kind of build up, people recover. So we are going to hop directly into our main topic, and that is the best 25, we're going to say 10 to 25 albums and projects of 2018. Mm, yeah, buddy. Lots so of music came out. Yeah, for those of you that did not hear our one of our previous podcasts, uh, I think we did it probably around June, where we did the top 20 of the year so far. We are going to kind of do it in a similar format where we are going to discuss kind of back and forth albums that we have as personal favorites in our personal picks, figure out which ones align, and then kind of go through the ones that we don't necessarily agree on, but kind of come to an agreement on. So this kind of be a group think kind of thing. Yeah. I have my list. And I have mine. Straight, ready to go. I so, kicked it off first last time. You wanna? Yeah. So what we're gonna do? I'll do. It, we'll do it by five. I'll do my five five at a time. <coughs> okay. Um, and I'm gonna start with. I kind of broke down my list as to the albums that are basically for sure's. I consider it to be a for sure top twenty five album of the year, no matter what. <laughs> so I'm going to start with five right now for me. Um in no particular order. So this is again, we're not going to order them. Yeah, this is not that like, is already it's already way hard too enough. hard. We're yeah. we're not the Grammys, we're not giving out awards. We're just we're just giving our opinion on the top twenty five albums of the year. In no particular order. In no particular order. Twenty five. I might have an order in my head, but it's gonna be too difficult getting getting through this list as it is. So for, for me, my for sure, my first five, my for sure, Pusha T, Daytona, word. definitely stood the test of the year for me. Yep. Travis Scott, Astro World, straight up. Um, <laughs> it was his best. Yeah, Effort. I can say that. I can say it's his best probably. 
I can say it's his best um, project probably of his career. Probably of his career. That's a deeper conversation that that yeah, another time. But probably. I mean birds in the probably. trap sing McKnight? That was fire. Don't like I Rodeo projects. Rodeo but, but it's better than Rodeo? It, it it's by far his biggest and most impactful. Yeah. That's without question. So but. Pusha T, Travis Scott, um, Saba, Care For Me. This is an album that I've been talking about for the entire year. Yeah. And it's still right there, standing the test of time. It's absolutely fire. Word. Arctic Monkeys, um, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. That's four. Righteous. My fifth... Right now would be Georgia Smith, Lost and Found. Mm, Those are nice. my first five as my four shores. Bet. Well, that's good because all of those five are on my list. <laughs> all five. Yes, all five. <laughs> all five are on my list. So that's Dario's first. So I got to go to my definitely top 25 outside of the ones he just said I'm gonna have to start out with I kind of feel like it's a no brainer that it has to be in there but that Father John Misty album God's Favorite Customer was did it make it did make our list last time I think I put it on the list last time or did we both agree on that one you put it on the list and I think I had it on my maybes, so I don't know if I had it on my list list or not, but I feel like we definitely agreed that it was a really good album that year. And I went back to it, and it just played through excellent. So that's one of your for sure's. Yep. Okay. Um, we have to come back on because I'm not... <laughs> this is one I'm not sure that would make the list or not. All right, that was a wild year. card. That's a wild card. I was lying. That's definitely not. It's not a top five. It was in my, like, top, like, issues. You took my favorite one, so I just picked, like, <laughs> one that was down there. If I really had to go with my five, I'd go with Lil Peep, Come Over When You're Sober too, because that shit was flames. You You told me it was fire... I liked three singles originally, and then I listened. I, I listened to the whole album. I was like, "This shit is just a repeat album. You can just listen to it over and over again." Yeah, I, it is one I've definitely listened to quite a bit, and it is fire. I'm, I, I'll agree with you there. And that's on the uh, second half of the year too. So that was actually a surprise coming off of the heavy beginning of the year. So, yeah, little peep. Janelle Monet, Dirty Computer, which was, I would put in my top five if I had to yep. pick a top five. Yep. That would be in a top five for me. I don't remember if I picked that for the Grammys this year, but I was definitely thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know if I did either, but she was. She would have been in my top two choices probably for consideration. So that's... So we're going to say that's two. We're taking the Father John Misty out. We're saying Lil Peep, Janelle Monae, J. Cole, K.O.D. Got to put him up. 
before I get to any more rap niggas, I gotta. Put you know Jake about Drake Cole though? Uh, I don't. Hear, I hear a lot of people not really including in their list. Yeah, I know, and Which it's weird because they forgot about fucking it. Fucking weird to me. J. Cole had a massive year to, to me. A huge year. Like his bunch year of features. Was, big his ass features album. are crazy. He had he had like nine. I don't know how many features he had. He did a lot of songs this year, last year. So I'm putting KOD up there because it made a way. It made noise in the industry. Like it wasn't oh, yeah. just, you know, it went it went platinum <laughs> again. <laughs> so and honestly, it might be his best album he's ever made. It, maybe, maybe, maybe it's it's top two or three. I feel you. Okay. So now that I said that one. I'm going to put in another rap. You got Pusha T already, which I felt like was an obvious choice. I feel like the next closest rap album for me, oh, you already got Saba, Nipsey Hustle Victory Lap. Mm, that was a maybe for me. It's a maybe? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can put that on later. Because of for how many did you list? I I have so many on my list. Like well, these to are list all five. Was that five? Oh, did I list it? Well, I said if you count that in the John Misty, otherwise I would replace it. Cause yeah, I yeah, have, no, we're counting that because we're not replacing it. Janelle Monet. I'm just trying to figure out where we J. where Cole. we agree right now. And right now we agree on Lil Peep, Janelle Monet, and J Cole. Those three. That right I'm now saying. we're on seven. Yeah, we're on seven. So I'm gonna give my next five. Cause you gave me wait you gave me four or five, five. Oh, you gave me Travis just, Scott, Saba, Arctic Georgia Monkeys. Smith, Saba, Pusha T, Travis Scott, and Arctic Monkeys. Okay. Okay, and then was so Arctic J- Jake? Maybe Arctic was maybe for you, right? No, I got that. I got that. Okay. Yeah. So those five. And then you gave me Father John, Peep, Nipsey, Janelle, and J. Cole. Yeah. So that's 10. Okay. So I'm going to give you my next five Five. that I have. And... So, Meek Mill. Championships. Championships. Yeah. I agree. That's that's probably his best album. You think that's his best album? I think that's his I best album. I don't know album. if it's his best album. It's his most impactful for sure, considering it, everything surrounding it. Yeah. I'm counting it not just for the music, but for the whole basically event it was. The moment <laughs> yeah. it was. Yeah. He so his year was crazy. Coming out of jail. Comeback for sure. Uh, huge yeah. comeback. Huge. Even though musically it wasn't a comeback because his last album was fire too. And it was probably, honestly, it yeah. might be my favorite album of his. Um, I feel you. That was a great album. Ariana Grande, Sweetener. Nice. I got that on my list. 
So that's two. I have say oh, championships on my list too. You have what? Say Lulu Immortal. Oh, okay. That is not on my list. It's three. Um, let me see. I'm trying to see my for sure's. Um, Oh, Black Panther, the album. Okay. Yeah. That was on my, like, yes, maybe, (laughs) because I wasn't sure if I wanted to put the soundtrack over so many albums, but as a project, it's just better than everything, so it kind of has to be... You gotta acknowledge it. Yeah. So that is four. Uh, I have Kids See Ghosts. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I took that off my list, so that's a maybe. So that was my next five. All right. If you throwing kidsy ghosts in here, then I'm gonna have to throw in um, black East Atlanta love letter. I'm gonna say it was a maybe for me right now. Mm. That shit's fire. I was playing that all year. So that's one for me. Um, we haven't said Mac Miller swimming. That was a maybe for me. Okay. So that's two for me. I'm going to have to put Caliuchis on here. That was on my list. So that's four. Because honestly, her vibe, her sound was like you know, really refreshing just in all the music that was coming out. It was, it was oh, nice. It was, but for sure, one of the best albums, I think, to come out. Yeah. And then... So that was four. Fifth, I'm going to have to say Florence and the Machine, High as Hope. That was a maybe for me. I felt like other people had better projects that were similar. I feel you. There were some. I feel the similar, but those uh, just those singles were just too too Not nice. Ever. Yeah, definitely. Like Big God still hits me. Like, I'm just like, damn, this shit is fire. Like, but that was five. That was five? Yeah. 
Okay. So we are at 10, we agree on right now, and nine maybes. Okay. J. Cole was a maybe for you, you said? No, that was for sure. Oh, okay. So Ariana Grande for sure, Little Peep for sure, Janelle Monet for sure. Nope. Oh, Little Peep. So not. Georgia Smith for sure, Saba for oh, sure, okay. Pusha T for sure, Travis, Arctic Monkeys, Janelle Monet, J. Cole, Meek Mill, Ariana Grande, and Kali Uchis. Okay. That's ten for sure. Um so my next five. I have Beach House. Hmm. That's on my list. That's Got it that for one. sure. Yep. Okay, then I have um Young Fathers. Yeah, that's up there. It's on my it's list. Two. I had Ty Seagal, uh, Freedom's Goblin. Oh, that was a really good project. That's a, I, I, it's a maybe for me. I have it as a maybe. It came out like the beginning of the year. Yeah, like the top of last year. January, February last year. <clears throat> I have Sky Zoo. Mm. Another great rapper. Also a maybe on my end. It's on my list though, but it's a maybe. Huh. So that's four. My fifth was... Oh, little baby. A word. Harder little than ever. Baby, harder than ever. I was like, which one? <laughs> nah, not the last one. Harder than ever. Okay. That. Oh, uh, that's a maybe on my end. I didn't. I didn't actually have that on my list, but. Because there were just so there were others that I considered. Well, he would be the one that I replaced for Rich the Kid, who I uh, had on my list for the top 20 to be in the half a year. But as I listened yeah. more and as the year went on, Little Baby had more of a lasting <clears throat> impression. I like Little Baby, dog. His shit is fire. Little Baby's that, dog. Little Baby is like the hardest thing out. It's weird, but he's like out here. His shit is raw. It was surprisingly good, and it was surprisingly grew on me a lot more than I expected it to. Yeah, I was laughing at him when I first seen it. Like, oh no, nah, I'm not be, I'm not checking for that. <laughs> then I started some shit and was like, what? Like you start listening to it, and you're like, oh no, nah, he got flow. Like he can rap. He definitely got flow. Yeah. 
So, I fuck with that. That was your fifth one on that one? Yep, that was my fifth. Okay. Uh, interesting. Well, let's see. I got... There were so many albums that I loved. I'm going to tell you what I got on repeat right now. Jesse Reyes. Did you you listen to that, right? I did. I had my reaction last week to it. Because I finally got around to listen to it. And then I was surprised at how dope it actually was. Dog, I told you months ago. <laughs> I didn't believe you. You was like, who? <laughs> I didn't believe who? you. I was <laughs> like, dog, Jesse. I was like, she's the one input her on two songs dog like that we we never heard of her and eminem has her on two songs yeah on Kamikaze. He's, he's had a rocky history with r&b artists especially up and coming ones yeah but still when you heard her voice on those songs i i knew she was fire so i had to check that project. i just thought she was the next skylar gray no alicia cara is the next skylar gray <laughs> nah, let's, yeah yeah But imported, imported is fire. Imported is fire. (laughs) That's the best song. Like (laughs) that that shit on repeat. That shit is fucking fire. I'm not gonna lie. So you're saying that's on your list? I just wasn't sure. It was so short, but I mean, short but amazing. It was perfect. So it's on yours. Yeah, that's on my list. I've been bumping that since I was telling you about it. And uh, another one. See, because that's hard. Because if I put her in there, there's... I have to put her in there. (laughs) So her, self-titled, has to go next. Which one? Didn't she have two projects this year? Or was it... Well, I'm going with her. Her, I don't. I don't remember if there was another project. There was. There's too many. Too many albums. Because I, I used to know her part two or some shit. <laughs> oh, maybe I might be thinking of part two though. Oh shit! Now, Which one like, she's nominated for? I don't even remember. It's got to be the first one. It has to be. It has to be her. I don't know. There's so many visuals for the second one, though. I think that's the visual right album. Because on my list, I just put the self-titled. But mm-hmm. Let me look at my playlist. <clears throat> yeah, just her, the self-titled album. It's the one she's nominated for. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, self-titled. So that's on my list. Her, 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 her. I'll be honest. I don't. I didn't really get into it that much. I didn't really slap it. It was like weird. That. I it it aged better than I thought because when I first listened to it, I didn't think it was crazy, but I liked it. I thought it was a good vibe, and then I went back to it, and I was like, "Oh, what's this?" And I was like, "Oh, I I remember this now." It sounded new, like when I listened to it again later, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I get it. I get it." So I kind of felt like I was sleeping on her for the Grammys when we were going over it because I didn't, I hadn't listened to that project again around that time. But it's 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 pretty good. It's pretty good. 
That was a maybe for me. Word. Put that on the line. <clears throat> so, let me scroll back up. I got... I almost... It's weird. I gotta put... Nah, before I do that, I'm putting Glitch Mob up there. See Without Eyes. Did you ever listen to that? Uh, I think bits and pieces. It was just too much music, so I didn't really, really get to give it a proper listen. Word. Let's put that on the maybes. And then... One that I was always debating, but I feel like I have to put on the list. Uh, Cardi B Invasion to Privacy. That was a maybe for me. Because if we're just talking purely off impact, okay, of course. But yeah, music? I mean, but then it's still, it's just, it's still iffy. Because I like it like that. I mean... Her main song we know her for is on it. Uh, like Bodak Yellow is why we are talking about Cardi B, and it's on the album. So, I mean, I just have she just has to be on the like it's almost disrespect just to not put her on the list because of how we feel about it. Like she was, it's a, she had, it's a maybe for me. Not gonna change. Maybe. <laughs> All right, put you. <laughs> Let's see. Was that four or was that? F- so I said glitch mob, Cardi, her, Jesse Reyes. All right. This is gonna be a tough pick. We've already. I don't. I don't like the album enough. <laughs> Let's go with. I could go between any of them. I gotta give it to uh, Cam- Camila Camila Cabello. That was a maybe. Her album's titled Camila. But yeah, so that's five more from me. Yeah, so I mean, I only have two more for sure for me. Um, maybe one, actually. I have a bunch of maybes, borderlines, but I have one for sure, and it was called Daughters. You won't get what you want. Ooh. That's a good album. It's not on my list, though. It's, it was a maybe. Because I never got to go back to it. I just remembered that it was good. You have to like physically prepare yourself for this one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. Like that's what I'm like yeah, it's a session of listening. You can't just put it yeah, on. You can't just <laughs> casually throw it on and and like let me just listen to this real quick. Like, I have to <laughs> yeah, really yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to do some emails and shit real quick. Like let me put this. That's like you have to pay attention to that. So 
because it's not gonna it's not gonna put you at ease, really. No, it's so. gonna do the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I didn't get I didn't get to go back to it, but. So, I mean, for me, that is all my for sures. We're gonna have to just debate the rest. All right. I don't know if you have any more for sures. Um. Well, I have two. I had Beyonce and Jay Z's "Everything Is Love" album. That was a nope for me. Yeah, I just it was hard. It was hard. Cause as much as I don't like ape shit, there was. I feel like it's gonna age better than we responded to it. Mm. Maybe <clears throat> I don't really think so, but. But that was their Royce to Five Nines book of Ryan. I have to give Royce his props because of how personal he went with that project and for me thinking that was one of his best projects and for him to be in the game for so long I have to put that there that was a close maybe for me so just put that put that to side for now but yeah other than that everything's a hard maybe like there's too many good albums. Like some of my maybes could even be swapped with the maybes that we have already. <laughs> like, well, let me say right now. Um, I had one other maybe. J Rock was another maybe for me. He was. He would have been my third maybe. Yeah, so J-Rock, Royce. And it's crazy. They just came out together. Like, it was weird. It's hard to put those albums up against each other, too. So, for so our count right now for our list so far, the ones that we both agree on... Um, yeah. We are at one, two, six, seven. We're at 13 right now. So we are about halfway there. Starting with, in no particular order again, Georgia Smith, Lost and Found, Saba, Care for Me, Pusha T, Daytona, Travis Scott, Astroworld, Arctic Monkeys, uh, Tranquility Base Hotel Casino, uh, Janelle Monet's Dirty Computer. Com- mm-hmm. J. Cole, KOD, Meek Mill, Championships, Ariana Grande, Sweetener, Kelly Uchis, Isolation, Beach House 7, Young Fathers, uh, what's the name of that album? Um, Coco Sugar. Coco Sugar. Um, and Jesse Reyes, Being Human in Public. So that's 13. And we probably have twice as many maybes right now. So... We need 12 to go into the list. Okay. 
So off the bat, I'm going to say I agree with you on Father John Misty and Little Peep. Okay. Bet. So we'll put those up. Okay. Word. So, um, so it's 10. So at least 10 spots to fill. All right. So how do you want to roll this out? So, we are going to talk about the ones that we think are the most deserving. So, you can start the ones that you think should be on there. And we'll see if I agree with you. Word. Let's see. Well, out of what were maybes that I think deserve... Wait, Jesse Reyes was a Yes. Was it yes? We both agreed. Okay. So let me. Cool. Um. Actually, I did like. Ah, oh, but you didn't hear that one. I can't even fight for that one. <laughs> Black East Atlanta love letter, fam. Now, why do you think it's top 25 of the year? That's like of the year? Because that shit is... Man, I've been playing that shit nonstop. Like, the whole... Like, his album is, I think, as good as his initial impact and better. And I think sets him up nice for whatever he comes out with next. And not only that... The project was extremely cohesive, dope singles, Future was on it in a way that wasn't so crazy futury, and I actually liked it more than I thought I would with the features. He did the features where the artist is on his song and his vibe instead of like taking over the song. So I like how as an artist he controlled his project. And... That is dope. Now, I will say it was a project that I actually forgot about when I was going through the list. Um, but it was one of the year that definitely run me the more I listened to it. Because at first, the first time I heard it, I was kind of like, eh. It was cool, but I didn't feel like it was... It was that, like... I, I don't know if I... <laughs> maybe I was expecting more, you know? So the first time I heard it, it was like, oh, this is cool. But I don't think it really lived up to maybe my high expectations I had for it. But yeah. the more I went through it, it was, you know, it grew on me substantially. And this one, yeah. I will say, it is one of the better projects of the year. I'm not entirely sure it's top 25. Mm. But... Pretty Little Fears is a great song. Switch is a great song. Pretty Little Fears, Switch. Loaded Gun. Loaded Gun is a great song. He's still in love. Great song. There are a lot of great songs on here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But there are a lot of albums with a lot of great songs. So. Fan. But we need 10 spots. We got that's sort of in his lane. I don't really see much in that area, so it kind of helps him. That's what I'm saying. He's the only male with that type of vocal that we would even be discussing. 
The only other people would be like her or something. Which is also in contention to be discussed. <laughs> but So I'll give you her I'll give you black. Yeah? Okay. I'll give you black. But it was better than I expected and it was one that grew on me substantially the more I listened to it. Still think he could have done a little better on it, but I'll give you that one. I'll show you. I don't even think I really need to argue this one that much. I'm pretty sure you're going to agree. Uh, Black Panther deserves to be on there. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, yeah. I'll put it on there for sure. Like I said, it was only a maybe just because I wanted the to see The only reason it, it ever gets knocked is because it was a soundtrack. A soundtrack, yeah. That's yeah. it. That's the, that's the only reason. It's literally the only reason. Because if it was just like somebody's solo album, um, it'd be a no-brainer. Yeah. be a no-brainer. But the fact oh, yeah. that he managed to do that with the Disney and Marvel product and like yeah. deliver something original but still like kind of in line with the you know, the whole theme of the movie and stuff and mm-hmm. it just showed it it was a huge step for him, for sure. Like to show oh, that yeah. not only can he be behind like in front of the mic, but he can like work behind it too. And like Yeah, he can like A and R, he can Yeah. He can E P you know, you can do all that. So, so okay. yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, I think for sure you agree with me on that one. Should more than deserve to be in the top 25 discussion. Yeah, we'll put that up there for sure. I'm on that. Now... All right, so here's another one that I think uh, was on my maybes that I think you had, uh, Kids See Ghosts. Kids See Ghosts was on my list for Top 25 because outside of Push T Daytona, I think it was the best project from that whole period. Mm. Even And better than Tiana's? Better than Tiana's. I think... It did more different things, and just Kanye and Cudi together is always a fucking great combination. And there are some special moments on there. Yeah, there some of the best moments I think of the entire year. Like when you really listen to it, and when you take away the bullshit that was surrounding it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I that's think, the key, though. Is taking. I think if it had come out in a, if it had come out in a vacuum away from that whole time, I think people would. Oh, it did look at it much differently, you know. For sure. Yeah. I'm down. I'll put that in there. That yeah, that's probably you're right. The second best out of that rollout and. Of those Kanye produced albums, and um, that's some I mean, of the best Cuddy I've heard in years. Uh, yeah, them working together is just kind of meant to be to me, and yeah, it is. If it's anything, it's a sign is that uh, they are. This is the album that they are touring on. 
Yeah, that makes sense. I did like that uh, 070 Shake was on there. She killed um, it. Yeah, so, yeah, I fuck with that. Feel the love, fire. <laughs> that shit is fire. If, if Kanye didn't fuck up this year, that could have been, like, a top song of the year. That could have been up there. Nobody wanted to play his music out loud because everybody didn't want to hear Kanye's voice. But feel the love with the echo and the reverb and when the shit, like, kicks in. Dun, dun, dun. Special, bro. That, no, that was special. That shit is lit. All right, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. That shit's special. It's just... Because of everything surrounding it, it's yeah. really taking away from what it actually was. Yeah, no, that was that was really well done. I like that. I like that choice. Put keep that in the top twenty five. Fourth dimension. Fire two. Oh, I forgot about that song. Oh, yeah, because I haven't listened to it. I, w- I never went back to it after. I've literally tried to avoid it, except for... Um, I don't even remember what the song is now, because I've, <laughs> I've been really trying to avoid Kanye shit. But, yeah, no, nah, that shit's fire. All of it. So, Kitsy Ghost is up there. Now I gotta look at. I get it, maybe. But don't take it out on the music. I know, man. It's hard. It's hard, bro. It's hard. Because the music on this one, it was definitely there. Not the bullshit he put on Yay. Yeah. That free Ghost Town Part Two, like oh. Yeah. No, he actually I am tried. Free. <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Like, this is one I would actually want to see them in tour with. I think that's how good it was. That would make sense. That tour is actually something I would see. Yes. That makes sense. I wouldn't go see a Yay tour. tour. No, because it would be tight. Because 070 would probably have a a nice set. Like, it would probably be lit. You know, the visuals are going to be crazy like that. To me, this is, this lived up to it. I think that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I saw a video recently of them like performing something with like, yeah, a choir uh, or something. Camp Flogna. Oh, that was at Camp Flogna. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, I told you about that. They yep. live streamed it. Yep. I forgot. I didn't know they were there at that. Yeah, that's kind of tight. Well, shout out to Tyler, the creator, and them for. Putting on a dope festival. Um, so that's eighteen. Eighteen. So we need seven. Seven spots. Damn. For me, little baby should be on there. Out of all those type of, I guess trap rap trap rappers that came out. Yeah. His was the biggest. Yeah, he, he's been touring on this one all year. Mm-hmm. He's blown up tremendously off of this one. Um, know what's crazy? He's the only one who's not drowning in the uh, Drake cosign. Like everybody else that got a Drake cosign he's, he's is drowning in it. The Drake cosign. 
Yeah, that's like crazy. Now that I think about it, like who? Nobody else has done that, really. Like, Black Boy JB is still trying to get his ad out from under it. Uh, like Little Baby, I didn't know who he was until Yes Indeed, and then. I mean, I knew him before that, but obviously that was the one that people automatically check for. Yeah. But. That's the one I like to listen to more. I was more interested almost in his hood than Drake's part. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. I was like, oh, who's Drake rapping with? Who's this little baby person? And I was like, oh, this shit's lit. Who's this guy? And then started listening to his work. And once once I got used to his tone. Then I was like, "Yo, he's 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 killing it!" Like, he it reminds me of like when Young Thug first came out and made a splash in the game, without without looking or doing anything crazy. Like he he just like the vibe, like the energy of like Rich Gang, like Little Baby had Little Baby has that like Rich Gang like energy, like from back when they were like when everybody was anticipating yeah, anything I mean, that came out of there. There's definitely a reason why people have compared them to um you know young thug in that whole camp because the flow obviously is heavily influenced by that whole rise yeah. of them and whatever but honestly yeah. he Rich does it probably better thug, that's my thing though that's because we were talking about that we were talking about what's thug's problem and it's that all these new kids are coming up doing it better than him now like they're just doing what we thought he should do but they're doing it and then he never did it so the stuff that thug does is tight but he never gives us the whole thing like Lil baby gave us two albums and he just came out like oh he's definitely had a hell of a year um, and I think, I think when you have a trap album like that, and we in the find, joint album, he dropped a collab album. Yeah, I didn't really fuck with the collab one though. I didn't either. I didn't either. The collab was a throwaway, like a motherfucker. A I lot really, of throwaways. I think. Yeah. Thanks a large part to Young Thug's involvement. Yeah. But I think when you have a album like Harder Than Ever and you have a trap album, like it's really hard to find a lot of times songs that hit you outside of this, like the more well-known stuff, like the single stuff. Mm-hmm. And on this one, what I was surprised by it were like the deep cut songs that were like, well, that's what that nobody was really talking me. about and pushing. But well, because, yes, indeed, when you hear a single like that and you don't know who that artist is, you think that's their best song. You're like, oh, this is the best this artist can do. Who is this? And then you go check for it and you find out their shit way better than that. And that was the light work. That was probably like their weakest bars on, on this on the radio single. And you're like, oh, shit. Exactly. This is why <laughs> to me. Lil Baby deserves to be on this top 25 because his deep cut shit was honestly better than a lot of his single stuff to me. I listen to Pure Cocaine every day. I'm not lying. That's my jam So right Baby. Now. So Baby gotta be on here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I didn't even consider that, but like after you said it, I was like, oh shit, you're right. 
Yeah, little baby. His year was so nice. Nineteen. Okay. So we got nineteen. All right. So between Rice and J Rock, um, that's I what mean, I wanted to figure. Do you think they can? Do you think they could both make this? I mean, they could for sure both make it, but. Well, the problem is, if we were doing this, it would have to go to J Rock. I couldn't pick J. I couldn't pick Royce over J Rock. I would. I could pick them together, but I feel like J Rock, in terms of a, he's on the Black Panther soundtrack, and then B, like Kendrick. And King's Dead out of all songs. King's all Dead is nominated. Yeah, like so, like. J-Rock's year was not only, like, crazy in terms of his rap album was amazing, but he had a nice commercial success as well. The biggest year of like, his career. Yeah, of his career. And he was out before Kendrick, so... Um, I would have Again, to say J-Rock over one Royce. Was full of so many bangers for That's me. That's so that hard. I feel like I'm dissing it, Royce. It had to be J to me. Royce was look. Royce was absolutely fire. Absolutely. Like oh, and then cocaine on that on <laughs> cocaine on Royce's album, dog. That shit is amazing. That's like that's crazy. That's one of his best songs. It was his best album. They both had the best albums of their careers. Damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't know, man. But for me, yeah, Jay. Jay Rocks hit me harder Word. than Royce's. Even though Royce's was absolutely fire too. Mm-hmm. But I think as a whole, I think there are moments in Royce's for me mm-hmm. that <clears throat> kind of lulled. That dipped mm-hmm. a little bit. But mm-hmm. in Jay's, he hit you in the mouth from the start and pretty much didn't let up. Almost the whole, like, the entire way. Yeah, for real, though. Yeah, I felt like I was in the backseat, riding around L.A., hopping out the car with that fool. That's crazy. All right. So, I guess we're kind of in agreement. And another fire, you know, another fire feature from J. Gold. Out of sight, out of mind. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Because we're saying J. Cole features. But J. Cole had a fire feature on Royce's. On Royce's, but I think I like J. Cole's feature on Jay's more than I did on Royce's. Yeah, I do too, actually. So, yeah. Damn. J. Cole was on everybody's shit. That's crazy. I forgot about that. And Damn. was it nominated for a single Grammy? Think about that. Well, was he nominated? Yeah, a single with, with Black, but... Yeah, I was like, he got some way sideways nominated, but not not for KOD at all. Not for his shit. Yeah, not for his shit at all. (laughs) That's crazy. All right, so we're not putting Royce in. My vote is J-Rock. All right, cool. I'm with that. I stand by saying if I had to pick one over the other, I'd have to go with J. So... But it's at least, you know, I mean, just shout out to Royce. If y'all haven't heard Royce the Five Nines album, make sure you go check it out. 
So we if you haven't heard either of the albums or any of the albums, this is a anything we're talking list. about. <laughs> really, go listen to these projects. Even okay, the maybes now, we're not going to mention again. Check those out. For me, for now, it needs to be on there. Uh, daughters. For me, it has to be on there. All right, I fuck with that. Only because I wanted something different. I just didn't nothing, have time. At, there's absolutely nothing else out there like that. That's what I'm saying. I just didn't have time. Like I didn't have. I didn't get back to it with the right. You know, like I wanted to be there with that, and I was like, I just couldn't find the right moment. So, but I knew when I first heard it that it was some shit. I was like, this shit. Like, and I'm not even a huge fan of like that metal kind of noise rock, but. The shit they did on here was so fucking interesting that it was artistic. I couldn't like stop. It was definitely for like a week. Yeah, because it's not conventional. It's not like, well, I mean, some it's it's conventional, but it has the way it's broken up, like the new wave, how it's like two songs and one or like whatever. Like I love that shit. It physically felt like I had like been through some shit after listening to this. You breathing heavy after it was over. <laughs> Like, your chest. You got anxiety. This might not be the novel for you for sure. If you get like, if you, if you get heavy anxiety, this might not be an album for you for real. Damn. You might do like some DMT or some shit and like listen to this album. Fam, you go out of your mind. That sounds crazy. Did you ever? You didn't even mention Kodak earlier. Okay, so. Yeah, I was gonna, we were going to talk about the few albums that we haven't talked about. We were supposed to do it before, but we didn't get around to it. Kind of skipped that part. Yeah. Um. So Kodak Black was an absolutely fire album. Uh. His most personal point, album, even to the point that you had to agree. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't hate, like, I listened to the album, was like, this is, like, one of the realest rap albums that's out right now. Like, he's just, like, it wasn't even about, like, dope lyrics. This is what I told you about his last album, too, though. I know, but I didn't, like, I didn't hear it the same way I heard this one, like. My whole point to you was that, just take away all the bullshit, take away everything. He has some of the realest raps out. And what's crazy is I don't like the songs with features. I just like the songs with him oh, by no. himself. All his best shit is is all solos. Yeah. That's so dope. I love Tra- that. Like, literally, from especially from, like, the song Transgression on down, it's just mm-hmm. straight, like, flames every single song. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Malcolm X. Ma- that Malcolm yeah. Malcolm X. Close to the hard. grave. From from the cradle? Oh, man. When that came on, I was like, yo. Need something. Man, yeah. That's a real that's a real album. That's crazy. So, I mean, was it top 25? It's top I 30. Sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure about top 25. That's the only thing. It was definitely in my maybe's list. Um I only wanted to bring it up because I feel like it's as good as some of, I feel like, because I mentioned Nipsey and I was like, 
if I'm going to keep going with these rappers, there's a couple others that I would want to pick one For or me, the other. For me, Nipsey can't be on there. Uh, <coughs> it was his most, in, like, his biggest success album-wise, but I think yeah. it's probably his one of his weaker albums, honestly, yeah. compared to all the other stuff he's had in the past. And He didn't have a last time that I checked or nothing like that. He had, yeah, yeah. He had some, obviously he had some good, strong sing- songs on there, but I think yeah. overall as a project, I think he's had better projects. That's Word. why I was kind of surprised to see this is the one that gets, you know, Grammy nominated. Yeah. So for me, it wouldn't be in my top 25. But I respect, obviously, that he's getting this attention. I think he's deserved, but. Okay. Well, we'll put. So I'm deleting that and we'll put Kodak to the side for now. We'll just keep him in mind. So for me, it comes down to like Ty Seagal, Say Lulu, Florence and the Machine. Those are like my tops that I would put in. Mm. I'm with you on Florence. That was one from my list. That wasn't in your top 25. So we could put that in there. You didn't hear Say Lulu, did you? No. I can't speak on it because I didn't hear it. Which is sad because I've literally heard at least a song from like everything else except for that one. I'm like, I don't even know anything about that. <laughs> I can't. I mean, it has to be in there. Which one's better, Ty Seagal or that one? Um, or Ty Seagal? I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> I just say Seagal, I think. For me? You know how much I love Ty Seagal. Um, for me, yeah. it's Say Lulu. Oh, wow. For real? It's, it's fucking good. Bro. What? Like, oh, okay. You should have texted I'm, me that shit. I, know. Oh, I okay. did, bro. I even talked about it in one of our podcasts. Oh, for sure. Shit. You probably did. You probably did. There was just they so much. That's probably one of those like weeks this. where like five albums came out. <laughs> But, oh yeah, a lot of albums okay. came out that time. Um, Let's see. It's just that it's I can't really describe it to you. It's something you have to hear. Like it's so fucking cinematic and mm. retro, futuristic, psychedelic. Like, oh my, it's just fucking good, bro. Like I don't really know how to say it. It's just it's fucking good. Alright. Huh. I think I gave it a 4.8. What? Yeah. Well, shit. If it's a 4.8, it has to be on the list. Cause I, even though I haven't heard it, just, just I, I mean, you're not going to give something a 4.8 that's trash or even mediocre. No. So, um, it was. It was damn good for me. Like, it was. Word. All right. So I'm not mad at that. We said yes on Florence, though, right? We said yes on Florence. All right. So, okay. 
Okay. Like, it's like they have a song and then a couple songs, honestly, that almost could sound like a James Bond theme song, basically, but because it's like super dark pop, Mm. moody, cinematic. It's just good. Like, Hmm. Just okay. Good. Okay. I mean, you can YouTube one right now. I'll tell you a song. It's called Anna. Anna. A N A. But for now, yeah, uh, Florence for sure. I think. We'll make that top twenty-five. I think for sure it's a easy, could be a top twenty-five album of the year. Okay. Okay. So wait, how many do we need? Two. Three. Okay. Okay. We need three. You have two that you say have to be on the list. Well, my two would be Say Lulu, Ty Seagal. Yeah, that would be like the two I would for sure put on there, but the rest are kind of up for debate. Mm-hmm. And that would like be able to be like still kind of iffy on, but. Yeah. Um, see, I'm jumping between who I want to fight for as a spot. I'm down with those first two you said taking a slot. If one of these, who would you pick out of Mac Miller or her? Um, well, I didn't necessarily hear her or like, well, I heard her, but I didn't necessarily get that into it, like I said earlier. So for me, it would definitely be Mac Miller. I think he... Do you think he should be in a top 25? That's question. I'm not sure. Because I don't want us to put him in there as like a, yo, Mac Miller, guys. No, nah, like, it's definitely not. It was a, a great album. I mean, you know that but for me. Part like, of I me... questioned why he's Grammy nominated for Best Rap Album. I think it's a really, really good album, but I didn't think it was Grammy worthy. Yeah, I think he was more creative on his project before um, the Divine Feminine that obviously Ariana Grande took inspiration from. But uh, this project, like you could hear him talking about his depression in the whole project. So that's why it was just like a real project. Like it was just a real super enjoyable 
Yeah, it was just it was just a, it just played through like it was just a it was just a great listen, you know. So, I feel like he does deserve. There's so many people I didn't name, like in my maybes, which is crazy. But I feel like. That's a really good I mean, one. for me, Mac Miller was a very close maybe. Like, it could easily make top 25. I just oh, that's wasn't up. sure compared to everything else. I'm not, I wasn't completely sure. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't but, listen to Glitch I mean, Mob Jet either. Jet Fuel is easily like one of my, you know, favorite songs of the year. So I don't. Yeah, that song wouldn't be against it either. Wavy. Okay. I think like out of him, like let's say like the internet, who kind of had a similar vibe. Yeah. I would say their internet, like their more. album was dope too. That, that was I, this I year. Too. I liked his more. Yeah, yeah, I liked his more because songs stuck out more specifically in Mac Miller's project versus the internet's project. It felt like it ran together as like a jam session almost. So tell me one good Schmob song I should check out, and I would check it out right now. Um. Oh man, I don't want to give you. Uh, what's their? Hold on, I'm gonna pull up my playlist. I want to give you the right song because. I think the title I'm thinking of isn't the song. So I think we can agree, though. Uh, We both heard Ty Seagal. We both agree that it is a phenomenal album. It is. Definitely. Okay, so yeah, we'll we'll definitely put Ty Seagal in there and uh, put... Who was the other one that we were putting in there? Oh, Fortune Days. Yeah, go check out Fortune Days. As a song. Wait, is that the song? Because I don't have that album on this phone. But that song is dope. Okay. It's got like a nice little build up going. The song is sick. Trust me. You, you'll like that song. You'll probably even play it later. So I would play it for everybody listening, but I don't, you know, feel like dealing with any copyright strikes at the moment. So it's a dope song. Fortune Days, the Glitch Mob is what I'm currently listening to. It's an old song, though. I just because Dario doesn't know anything about Glitch Mob. I did not give you one of the fresh ones. I'm sorry. A fresh song. 
that you're going to have to check out now that you know what Glitch Mob sounds like. Because I couldn't just do you like that. Because you wouldn't get it if I gave it to you. Uh, Inner Being is one off of their uh, brand new album. So, And then you wanted me to listen to Anna from, uh, what's the band's name? Say Lulu. Say Lulu. Yeah. I mean, I can It's kind of spacey. Yeah, it's like spacey, but it's like, but it's a specific vibe that they provide in the whole album. <clears throat> because it's mostly electronic, but then there's vocal you know, moments where the, it just elevates, like, the song. It just gives you this whole... I don't know. I love that shit. I think it's tight. I mean, it's a trip. It's definitely some trippy shit. Um, very spacey. Very synthy. Uh, you know, Tron shit. Ethereal sounding, you know. Um, so I can see why you would like it for sure. Yeah, yeah, stop. Because honestly, I would pick that over her. I would I would pick Glitch Mob over her, and then oh, but we only need three. So we are oh no, we need two. Two. Okay. Okay, so if I had to pick Glitch Mob or. Well, if we have to pick two. So I'd have to pick Glitch Mob or Mac Miller then. I mean, you give me. uh, Say Lulu, I'll give you Glitch Mob. Bet. Alright. I'm with that. But you but you you, you liked what you heard though, right? That I like glitch what mob. I heard. I yeah. mean it's it's hard to describe for people that obviously were listening, um, not watching, but it's out there and it's something that I wouldn't be able to like fully get into in thirty seconds, you know. Yeah, nah, but what's tight about it is it's like, it's not one of those albums that like, it's it's like an album you can put on while you're doing something, or like Snowboard 2, or like, you could even, like, you could, like, you could be, you could do anything in life to the, that kind of music, like, it feels like, like, it's just contemplative, but open, like, it's not lyric heavy, but it has some lyrics in it, so it's dope. Um, oh yeah, I'll give it a chance. Definitely, we'll have to give it a chance. 
I haven't really been on electronic a lot lately. I used to be heavy into it, but I feel yeah. like a lot of it's kind of gotten stale a bit. And mm. same me, uh, I'll dance and pop stuff, and not kind of get tired of that. But I'll give it. I'll definitely give it a listen. Um, yeah, you know what? Fuck that, Scorpion, <laughs> Drizzy. That will never get on the list. <laughs> Yo, King Slime, month, Drizzy maybe. Drake. Come on, Six God? Six God's 25, yeah? He's number 25. Yeah. Six. 25 from the bottom. <laughs> okay. It's an album that gets almost no replay from me. <laughs> right. Nah, it gets replay from me. The Kanye bars. I can't get enough of the Kanye bars. That's what's helping me get over Kanye is listening to Drake terrorize that nigga. Are you really terrorizing him now? The whole side A, the first the first disc is Kanye. It was disc. still pretty weak. It's a Kanye disc album. It's still pretty weak. <laughs> but it's hilarious. Sicko modes Kanye that Drake's verse is a is a Kanye. It's a continuation of of Scorpion. <laughs> That's why it's called sicko mode. Six sickos. That's Drake shit. Yawn. Snooze. <laughs> shit was boring. How, Sway? <laughs> shit was boring. Nah, man. But even the songs that look, I didn't like. But nah, he's not in the top 25. I was just bullshitting. Anyways. <laughs> Somehow, some way, we... Got to top 25 of 2018. It was uh, not easy getting there. There was a lot of stuff that we like a lot. A lot. A lot. That did not make it. Um, stuff I couldn't Maybe we'll do like an honorable mission another time. Yeah, we could do but that. To give our official list of our top 25. Living Life Fearless is official list of top 25 albums of 2018. These are our basically suggested listings or must listens for you guys that you should definitely, if you have not heard these albums, do yourselves a favor and go listen to these because they're absolutely fire in one fire. way or another. And it's pretty varied. Uh, we tried to keep a varied list. And I think we got a different bunch of styles in there. So without further ado, our official top 25 list of 2018 in no particular order is Georgia Smith. Lost and Found, Saba's Care For Me, Pusha T's Daytona, Travis Scott's Astroworld, Arctic Monkeys, Tranquility Base, Hotel and Casino, Janelle Monet's Dirty Computer, J. Cole's KOD, Beak Mills Championships, Ariana Grande's Sweetener, Kali Uchis's Isolation, Beach House's Seven, Young Father's Cocoa Sugar, Jesse Reyes, Being Human in Public, Father's Father John Misty. Um, same as album. God's favorite customer. God's favorite customer. Little Peep. Come over when you're sober. Part two. Black. East Atlanta Love Letter. Black Panther. The soundtrack by Kendrick Lamar. Kissy Ghost. Self title project. Little Baby. Harder than ever. J Rock. Uh, I believe it was Redemption. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Redemption. Daughters, you won't get what you want. Florence and the Machines. Um, the highest hope. 
Uh, yeah, High as Hope. High as Hope. Ty Seagal's Freedom Goblin. Glitch Mob. Uh, what is the name of that one? See Without Eyes. See Without Eyes. And Say Lulu Immortel. So that is our top 25 of 2018. And we will have an official post with the official list coming at the beginning of next week. But until then, you should definitely go check out some of the projects on here. There are some absolute gems. And there are a lot of stuff that I don't think got a lot of attention from the mainstream uh music wise so yeah we try to you know impart the stuff that people didn't necessarily talk about to you as well so definitely yeah. go check that list out yeah there's definitely some albums slept on so but we got to the fire we did uh maybe we will do our honorable mention list some other podcasts, you know, a much shorter version. Just kind of just throw some stuff out there that for your consideration. Um, but yeah, we got to pretty much everything we wanted to talk about, except maybe a couple things. Didn't really get to talk about Future's album, but I don't want to keep you guys too long. Yeah. Didn't get to talk about Big Soldier. Big Soldier. run he's been on lately. <laughs> oh man, Big Soldier! Shout out, Young Draco, Big Draco. I'm sorry, Yo, Big Draco, Big Draco. But okay. I'm sure uh, there will still be plenty more to talk about by the next time we come back around. <laughs> He's not done. So I'm sure. Definitely touch back on those. Yeah. Um, James before we Blake get out of here, album we'll talk James about Blake next sure. time. So I'm getting to these albums. Oh, so before we get out of here, like we like to do, we are going to tell you the albums coming out. Today, actually, yes, today and yep. next week. So, starting coming out January 18th, 2019, we have ASAP Rock and Tobacco. I don't know what tobacco is, but Malibu Ken, um, Deer Hunter, Why Hasn't Everything Already Disappeared, Future, The Wizard, James Blake, Assume Form, Maggie Rogers. Um, so, Maggie Rogers. I don't know if you know who she is. No. I don't know if I do or not. So Sounds there was familiar, but I don't know why. There was a little viral video of Pharrell going to a college, like a music uh, school, college, whatever, up mm-hmm. and just showing up and kind of the students there previewing some of his music, the yeah. music to him. And basically, he heard her song. And it was like folk dance type. Music, I guess. I don't know. How it's hmm. it's hard to explain, but yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was called, but the type that she called, but it's definitely folk tinged, hmm. kind of pop, modern. But it was fi- it was actually really fire, and he heard it, and he was kind of blown away by it, and said, "This is like some of the greatest stuff I've ever heard." And she kind of went viral off of that because of, you know, okay. obviously, when you have Pharrell Williams saying this is like, <laughs> for real, it's a big deal. Um, yeah. So she got, uh, obviously, she got a deal not long after that. Hmm. And she's been putting out some some actually pretty fire and some pretty unique stuff. So I should definitely. Wow. And I've been excited to hear this album and I definitely give this one a listen. So I suggest you huh. go up there, go listen to it. And yeah. So Maggie Rogers, her debut project, heard in a heard in a past life uh, Mike Posner he has a new one oh, called wow. A Real Good Kid 
That's crazy. And Toro Toro Imoy Outer Piece, one of my favorite uh, artists. Mm. That should be fire. Some fire. Hmm. Interesting. Let me see if I got every most everything to talk about for June eighteenth. <laughs> I forgot Mike Posner was making music. <laughs> yeah, he's probably behind the scenes a lot more days yeah it probably makes more money for him to actually write for other people oh yeah for sure I'd be forgetting about the whole writers game uh Benny what's his name Benny Benassi oh yeah he's putting out an album yeah he just he did uh I don't know now, I'm not gonna say last week but maybe two weeks ago wait a minute or a month ago his debut pro- project, Friends Keep Secrets. Oh. No, Benny Blanco. Benny Blanco. Benny Blanco. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, that shit is pretty good. It's pretty good. Well, it's not like amazing, but it's pretty I'll good. I'll say like three of the songs are really, really good. Yeah. I'm trying but to. But for those that don't know, he's responsible for a fuckload of hits over yeah. the past few years that you. Don't know that he is responsible for, Facts. but he makes <clears throat> great money as a as a behind the scenes writer. Yeah, I was shocked so. that he put an album out. I was confused. I was like, "Why?" It's like, <laughs> I was like, "You probably make less money putting out your own music." <laughs> no, for sure. It's like if you just because, but then again, he's probably doing that so he can get his feature going. But so, I so think, then he can write you know, and feature most artists. Shit. Most artists don't. I mean, you know, most artists don't become artists to write for other people. It kind of just happens that way. Yeah. They still have that ego and kind of want to have their name attached to something, you know, for, mm. on the forefront to get that top billing. So I don't blame them. Yeah. Yo, what's up with this kid, Juice World, man? He's oversaturating the market with trash. He's got like three good songs. I don't really follow, so I can't really comment. Um, all right, so that was it for today dropping. January 18th. January 18th. Well, I will say there's one more. Uh, Switchfoot. <laughs> you haven't heard that in a while. Uh, Native Tongue. And wow. dropping January 25th, 2019. Uh, not much of note. But I will say uh, Backstreet Boys. DNA. Oh yeah, I heard about out. that. Good for them. That's what I can say. Good for them. Yeah, not for me then, not for me now. But yeah, I know the songs that everybody knows from the radio, and that's about it. I'm sure he they have their following. But yeah, that is it for new music coming. Um, we'll be back, obviously, talking about. More stuff that we didn't get to now, but thank you guys for joining us. Today's date is January 18, 2019. Our official list of our top 25 albums will be up on a later date, but until then, definitely go check out the stuff that we talked about here. Um, if you have any questions, comments, topic suggestions about this show, past shows, or any future shows, you can let us know in the comments down below or 
email us at podcast.livelifefairs.co or go to the website livelifefairs.co slash podcast and fill out the form and you know maybe you will make it to one of our future shows and get a shout out so definitely participate uh, if you like any of the gear that we have in these videos yeah. like these or the hats you should definitely go to the store and grab some for yourself uh, we'll be back shortly so until then we'll catch you guys soon uh, you know, but but yeah, y'all keep living life fearless. Keep living life fearless. Please give Music us a like, files. subscribe if you like what uh what we've been doing. Yeah. We got so much more coming. So support and tell us what uh albums we missed. I like seeing y'all's comments with album suggestions. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If we miss something, let us know. For sure. Till then, till next time. Peace. Peace.